0: What does motion sound like? With Kizikans Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Firstly, I would like to thank all of you for checking out the channel. And I would like to invite you to check out my Patreon If you wish to support the channel, consider becoming a patron for exclusive tailor-made content. The link will be in the description box below. Without further ado, let's get into the video. In today's video, I will be taking you to 16th century Mexico and beyond. In 1519, Spanish forces would arrive in an ancient land where many great Indian empires would reside. These were the Olmec, the Maya, the Aztec, and many more. First, the Spanish established alliances with some of the great tribes. Hernán Cortés, the famous conquistador, would befriend the emperor of the Aztecs, Montezuma, and he was welcomed into the capital city of Tenochtitlan. However, eventually Cortés would betray Montezuma, and he and his men would take him captive. They then killed him as he attempted to speak with his subjects suffering from arrow wounds and stab wounds, from which he would die three days later. The Spanish would then slowly but surely take control of Mexico and the Americas, converting many to Christianity, and interbreeding with the natives. The story of La Llorona begins once the Spanish had already established themselves in Mexico, a beautiful woman named Maria, who was a natural beauty, and would turn heads wherever she went, would meet a rich conquistador. Maria was instantly attracted to this man, as he was very handsome. Maria would woo the man by playing hard to get, making him chase her. Maria, however, was an indigenous woman, so problems may have arose with their relationship. Regardless, the two would have an intimate relationship, and Maria would soon become pregnant. She gave birth to a child and then the couple would soon after have another child. However, the children were still illegitimate, as the conquistador did not marry Maria, and he would refuse to marry her, and would go on to marry another woman. In a fit of rage, Maria drowned her children in a river, so that their father would not take them away to be raised by him and his new wife. Maria instantly regretted drowning her children, and tried to save them, but it was too late. Their bodies were out of reach due to the current, and no doubt, their souls had departed from this world. Their deaths would race around her conscience. Maria had just committed infanticide, which is the intentional killing of one's own offspring when they are children. During the murder, Maria was wearing a white dress, and once she realised what she had done, she began screaming realising she had lost everything. Maria then, consumed by guilt, drowned herself. Maria would soon find herself at the gates of heaven, but due to her actions in life, she was refused entry and would be doomed to Roman purgatory. It is said that she is now forced to search the waters for the remains of her children for eternity, and will never find rest until she finds them. She now roams the rivers and coasts of Mexico, looking for her children. It is said she can be heard wailing and screaming, longing for her children. She is now known as La Llorona. Soon after her death, villagers would hear crying in the night. A weeping voice would say, Where are my children? Sightings of a figure in a long white robe, which is what Maria was wearing before she killed herself, would be seen walking along the riverbank. That's the legend anyway. La Llorona means the weeping woman. She is apparently always seen after dark, by riverbanks and oceans, still searching for her children. The tale of La Llorona is one that has been passed on generation after generation, waiting until darkness falls, till she reveals herself. She is represented as a mother in pain, being the personification of grief. The real origins of La Llorona have been highly speculated. The tale is traditionally told around Mexico to stop children from going out after dark. Some historians have conflated La Llorona with Melinche, who was a Mexican indigenous woman who was highly intelligent and acted as an interpreter and advisor to the Spanish conquistador Hernán Cortés. Cortes chose her to be his consort and she later gave birth to a son who was one of the first people of mixed European and indigenous ancestry. She is considered both the mother of modern day Mexican people and as a symbol of national treachery for aiding the Spanish in their conquest of Mexico. So, La Llorona and Melinche have some similarities. They both bore a son of mixed ancestry but their tales seem to differ. This is as La Llorona isn't identified as having a crucial role in the changes taking place in Mexico at the time. In order to identify the accuracy of the tale of La Llorona and separate it from folklore, we have to go back in time. The Florentine Codex takes us to the thoughts and research of a 16th century Spanish friar. His work, consists of 2,400 pages, organised into 12 books, with more than 2,000 illustrations. They were drawn by native artists, to provide vivid images of the era and landscape. It documents indigenous Mexican culture, religion, ritual practices, society, and economics, and also the history of the Aztec people. It has been described as one of the most remarkable accounts of a non-Western culture ever composed. In the Florentine Codex, it is quoted, that many times a woman would be heard going along weeping and shouting. She cried loudly at the night, saying, O oh my children, we are about to go forever. Sometimes she said, O oh my children, where am I to take you? The Codex was written... From 1545 up until the friar's death in 1590. So, that would have been plenty of time for the Spanish and the indigenous natives to become familiar with each other and establish intimate relationships. Could the writings in the codex be about La Llorona? There are also theories about her tale being similar to Aztec mythological creation stories. La Llorona's tragic tale has been compared to Chihuacuatl, an Aztec goddess of fertility and motherhood. She is the mother of Mixcuatl, the god of the hunt, who she abandoned at a crossroads. Tradition says that she often returns there to weep for her lost son, only to find a sacrificial knife. So could La Llorona be an evolution of one of these tales of the old Aztec gods? There have been many alleged reported sightings around Mexico of La Llorona and many of them are very strange and some are disturbing. Whatever the case, it's a sad tale and has been made into several films. What do you think the truth is behind La Llorona? Do you think she was real and is wandering the lakes and oceans of Mexico eternally, searching for her children? Let me know your thoughts in the comment section down below. If you enjoyed the video, make sure to like and subscribe and share, and I'll see you all soon for another History Profile.